1: Welcome to Money of 50. Today's topic, pain does
0: exist in this dojo. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? (laughs) No sensei. Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? No sensei. What's the movie, Dallas? It's Karate Kid, Michael. You you were surprised to hear that I knew that, weren't you? Karate Kid? Yeah. Yeah. It's a th- the movie's thirty. 30- it was shot thirty seven years ago. Is it really thirty seven years ago? Nineteen eighty four film. What a classic! It's the mantra of the Cobra Kai dojo, <laughs> uh, which, you know, which, a, which a the rare, bad kids all yeah. attended in the Karate Kids. so yeah, uh, they, they had they, the, they obviously had the, the black geese on rather than the, the white ones. They did. Know, they they yeah. had the, yeah. They, they did. Um, uh, it was consistent with villains yes. in in yeah. movies. They yeah. had the yeah the, the black clothing on. Yeah. Um, so, uh, this. Oh, I mean, some of the listeners may not have have actually watched Karate Kid because <laughs> if I you mean, haven't watched it, go back and watch, it's back and watch it. It's a classic, it's a yeah. classic for it a is reason. A, it's a classic. I'm, I remember. So I was nine when it came out, yeah, and I remember watching it, yeah. and I just. I just thought this is the best movie okay. I've ever seen. Yeah. So, well, it's funny. Um, that's what I mean. Where I remember watching it for the first
1: time when I was nine as well. When it didn't just come out, but I remember thinking much the same thing.
0: So it's a classic. You know, it's a, it's go a back classic. And watch it if you haven't. So the the title um, or or the sayings that the the Cobra Kai um, sensei, who is a basically an evil an evil man yeah, an unscrupulous yeah, yeah. Um, an an unscrupulous sensei. That operated outside the um, the 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 whole point of karate. Yeah. <laughs> he he Yeah. He um he used it to yeah, for, 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 for bad evil purposes rather than. For so good. he would he would have the children or the students um, repeat, fear yeah. does not exist in the dojo, pain does not exist in the dojo, as if to say that we don't. We're not scared yep. ever, yep. and we and we, 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 never we, we, don't, we never feel pain. Yeah. Um. I got to thinking that that pain exists everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and, and, so, <laughs> and so pain does exist in this stage. Now, what I mean by that, there is nothing. There's no free lunch. There's no free lunch. Yeah. So there's any number of of um, analogies we could use here. Yeah. You have to give up something to get something back. So, yep. so, um. It's funny. I think decision making deals. Sometimes people think um, if I can make this decision, and there'll be no, and, and there'll, be no I, there'll be no pain either way. There'll be nothing that I have to compromise. <laughs> there'll be nothing that I have to give up. So, yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, the I, examples. of have I've got three examples here. So, yeah. You know, The giving up something to get something back, as in the pain mm. that you have to go through, that may be a fortnightly amount of $800 per fortnight to go towards your super for the last 10 years of your working life. That's what we may discuss with a, a prospective client and say, well, this is what you need to do. Um, that may also be giving up more stable returns, mm. stable, more stable lower returns for higher, more volatile returns yeah. in order to allow you to be able to draw more income for longer during your retirement. So yeah. now um, that also may... Uh, you know uh, some other thing that you may have to give up is that maybe giving up $10,000 worth of income each year in retirement. So, you might have to say, I have to cut my income by $10,000 yeah. that I would normally want to, to draw if you chose not to do one or more of the aforementioned trade-offs. So, yeah. so the things that I just mentioned there, you could always say- I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I don't want I that don't pain. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm choosing uh, not to have that
1: pain, but this is a this is a-, a a great point is that you're not you're not able to go I don't want that pain and I don't want any other pain so no. if you're choosing to get a lower return and or to give up less of your of your net income while you're working you are going to have the pain of having less income in retirement there is yes. no there's no way around the pain
0: well it's- the pain may be you don't drop your income in retirement but you run yeah. out of money yep. too early yep. or yep. yeah there is mm. there is something there is something that you're going to have to give up you- at some stage so it's it's <laughs> Um, I guess the, the, whole, the whole point of this podcast episode is there is something that you're going to have to give up. Michael, this is very relevant to me right now. One of my, one of my latest little say I have, often have
1: little things that I chew away on in my little brain and, and my phrase that bounces around in my brain at the moment is, life is pain. Which, <laughs> and then I say, I say these things to Nicholas sometimes and she goes, geez, it's depressing. Don't, don't go and tell people that. But my, when I say life is pain, what i mean it's ultimately a liberating thing because i think what happens is there's a there's a part of our brain that's looking for looking for the pain-free way to to Mm. to you know the pain-free choice now once you accept that there is no pain-free choice you you are freeing up your energy and your focus to make actual choices in the real world Mm. that that allow you to make the decision to to choose the pain that you want to give you the outcome that you're, that you're willing to trade off the pain mm-hmm. for. And so, you know, I've just actually, this is where I was talking about this with a friend the other day where, say for example, we're about to have, about to have our, our second child and anyone who's, I'm guessing anyone who's got two children, I haven't, mean, this is like I say, our second child, we don't know but. I, I already know that this is going to be much harder than having one child. You know? I can tell you that it's for certain. <laughs> it's, it's, so you, you're kind of going again. You're choosing your pain. We, we we want to have more children. You can't you can't want to have more children and then simultaneously go. I oh, know, but I don't want to. I don't want to be kept up at night with a newborn, or mm. I don't want to have to you know be dealing with a toddler and a newborn. You you cannot. And this is, I think, the thing where, in our modern world, we're so used to removing ourselves from pain where possible yeah, yeah. that yeah. that acceptance of well, to have anything that's worthwhile, there is there is going to be some some pain, and and you might, you know, for a lot of people, and that's where it's a good example. I know people that go, well, I just don't want to have kids. It's not that meaningful mm-hmm. to me. I'm I'm you know I'm not. It's not it's not a it's not a meaningful thing to me. I'm not going to have kids because again objectively you look at it and go it's pretty painful and what's the Mm. payoff so Mm. either choice that you make there is completely fine if you choose to have 17 kids and and because that's really important to you and you're willing to to put up with the pain of, of going through that 17 times or if you choose to have no kids either of those choices are fine what's not fine is to have 17 kids and then go Geez, this 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 place is a madhouse. There's chaos everywhere. There's always a crying baby. There's always you know arguments with kids with each other, or to not have kids and then later in life say, oh well, I you know I wish I, I wish I had I wish I'd had kids mm. and, and gone through that. So this is I think the, the point that you're making is, pain does exist in this day. This is this is what we are promising to our clients or to to people that we're talking about with this is, there is no magic bullet. We're not. We're not offering to give you something for nothing. There is always there is always a, a price that you're paying for those things.
0: There is yeah. a price to pay, and it's about it's about recognising that and coming up with an acceptable price yep. Um, yep. To, to to pay. And it's about it's about trade offs. Yes. Everything is a trade off. Yep. everything is a trade off. Yeah, it's
1: and I think you know your examples you use there are, are brilliant because I've just again I had a new a new client coming in uh, came in yesterday and we we discussed. The amount that they're spending now versus the amount that they're spending in retirement. And it was a very, Mm. very simple calculation because I basically went, you're spending $100,000 a year now. When you get to retirement, you are going to have to drop your income to about $60,000. Now, alternatively, and it's a a bit of a simplified version, you can save $15,000 a year for the next 10 years. And then in your retirement, you will be able to keep spending $85,000 a year. So... You have two choices. I don't care which one you choose. And this was the, the, the bit that um, we had a really interesting conversation about, uh, especially with new clients, I always like to set the set the scene or set the boundaries there. Where it's, it's not my job to tell you what pain you're willing to accept. If If that person came in and said, I understand what you're saying. I know that I won't have enough to be able to replace my income fully in mm-hmm. retirement, but I don't want to give up. I don't want to give anything up for the next 10 years while I'm working. I want to keep spending all that money. That's completely fine. You you can do that as long as you know that when we get to retirement, you are going to have to drop your income dramatically. Now, this mm. person went, "Geez, I think that's a, that's a pretty easy decision for me. I'm going to I'm going to drop the amount. I'm going to save fifteen thousand dollars a year now, because when I retire, I don't want to have to change my lifestyle dramatically." Mm. Easy job done. It was it was literally a three minute conversation about that, mm. and I think that's that's your point though is that if if you, if you went into that with that person saying, well, I don't, wanna, I, I don't want that pain in the future, but I also don't want that pain now, mm. you're not, you, you just can't, you can't do that. You cannot, that's not how life works. That's not how things work. And, and I think your, your point there about, your second point about the stable returns for higher, more volatile returns is, is another great example where anytime someone looks at how do I need my superannuation to be invested or how do I want to be invested, you have choices of pain. You, you can either have people go. I want. I don't want to see my super balance drop. Okay, fine. You can have mm. that, but you are going to have to invest that money in a way where you get a one percent return, which means that you. May, we can then do the calculations on where that's going to put you in retirement. But you can't say, "I, I want my super balance to grow to the point where it still needs to be, which is an eight percent rate of return," but I don't want any volatility. You, you cannot. You can't have it both ways like that.
0: No. This. And, and look, sometimes it's, it stands out there. So, I, I mean, I had a meeting with a, a lady the other day, just turned 50. Um, she uh, is a single parent. Her, her daughter's only six. Um, so, so um, what we looked at is that she just didn't have the disposable income to yep. put towards superannuation. Yep. Yep. So so it was it was it was a really easy one. Yeah. So we asked. looked at okay, so well, what are your available resources? Yeah. And we looked there was about thirty five percent of her superannuation balance that was, was sitting in idle cash yeah. at that lower you know, we always say low rates of about one yeah. percent rate of return. And I said, Well, to me, um, you know, uh, one of the things you want to consider because you don't have the resources to yep. put towards superannuation from a disposable income point of view mm. is um, working that money harder. Yep. Now I think it's it, yeah. So so sometimes it's stand it, it, yeah. So, it, it, sometimes it's an easy one yep. from that from that aspect yeah. Um, uh, uh, but but there there is always a trade off. There is yeah. always a trade off. I think and it's interesting because I'm.
1: I'm 32, but sometimes I feel like a, a, a real old grumpy old man here. But this is actually one of the things that I've noticed is much easier now that we're exclusively working with people 50 and over. Is that this is not most people who are 50 and over are well aware of this and, and mm. know that you you can't have something for nothing. There has to be mm. a trade off. I remember when when we used to when we used to work with with younger people. This was This was sometimes you almost had to be the bad guy and explain to people that you can't have everything in life. Mm. It was it was a very bizarre. I I remember a conversation I had once with. um, There was a a woman and her husband came in for a meeting, first meeting, and they were sort of late twenties. And you know, like like a lot of me, I sort of started with, okay, well, what you know, what's important? What's Mm. important to? I think I phrased this, you know, what's what's most important to to you guys? And she said, I, I can't remember now exactly all, but it was like. I want a new car, I want to upgrade our house, I want a wedding, I want a honeymoon, I want uh, another baby, I want to go to part-time work now, I want to change career. But She, she rattled <laughs> off like eight things. And she just kept going. And I was sort of shocked and she just yeah. kept rattling. Like, I want this, I want this, yeah. I want this, yeah. I want yeah. this. And I basically just said, well, you can't have all those things. Mm. Pick two of them. Mm. And her husband just went. Thank you. That's what I've been saying for the last five years. <laughs> so it was hilarious I was going. So, so you did help. You yeah, yeah, help. yeah, yeah. So so it was hilarious because it was it was one of those things where I was going. You're 30 years of age. How have you got to 30 years of age without mm. without you know realizing that you can't have these ten these ten conflicting mm. things. You can't mm. have all of them. Yeah. There is a choice that needs to be made. There's not unlimited money. There's not unlimited.
0: Time. Yeah. Look. Look. Every everything. Just think of think of things pulling against each other. So mm. it's, it's a real. It's, that's a, that's what I. That's mm. that's how I like to. Yeah. So people will say, um, "Yeah, I was going to retire at sixty five, but I want to retire at 62 But mm. but but okay, well, um, and I also want to draw, yeah, a yep. hundred thousand dollars of income in retirement. And I yep. say, okay, well, those two things right now are pulling against yep. each other. Yep. Now we can, yep. if you really do want we that, there's there is another thing yep. there's, that's going to impact on something else, yep. and the other thing that's going to impact on is. Is how much disposable yeah. income that we have to work up. out now to give up to get yeah. your retirement funded to yeah. allow you to retire earlier and to draw yeah. that type of income. So, so everything's pulling against each other. They're all pulling against each other. These yeah. these these things that people want. So, mm. um, it, it's about working out. Okay, you know, What what pain do I go through in mm. order to get? Yeah, to where I want to be, and do I really want to be there now? Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> Given the pain, this, yeah. Yeah, I thought I wanted this, but the pain I have to go through to get there yep. is yep. is um, is significant. It's, yeah. it's 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 sort of like an amateur being yeah. wanting to become a professional athlete or yep. get as fit as yep. a professional athlete. Yeah, yep. you got to go through a lot of pain yeah. to get there. Do you really want it? Like, yeah. You know, when you when you start to learn I, I how much pain you have to go through to get there. Yeah. Sometimes it then becomes okay. Well, I thought I wanted that, but I yeah. don't want to. I actually don't want to go through that pain yeah. to get there. So yeah. I, I laugh because I, I used to say that all
1: the time. Again, we've talked about this in in the gym when I had a, a couple of times when I had fights coming up, and you know it's like you you're just flogging yourself. You're training yeah. so hard all the time, and that's your whole life is consumed by that. And and I'd have people that were you know just drifting and sort of oh, I'd be talking, over and then they go, Yeah, maybe I want to have a fight. I'd say
0: no, you don't. No, no, don't. no you don't. <laughs> I don't even want to. <laughs>
1: I'm doing it right the, the, now. Yeah, I don't the, pain,
0: the, the pain, the pain, pain not, that you had, that, yeah. that, that you have to go through to, to get there, is is um
1: yeah,
0: is one of those things that that, that helps you determine yes. whether it's it's that meaningful it's to you. that
1: meaningful to you. Yeah. The, the other thing I guess, I'd add, and we sort of touched on this a bit, is that we sort of imply that um, you know you make a choice. as to How meaningful is this thing thing to you, and are you willing to accept the pain for that? And, mm. and we've touched on that that if you say i'm not willing to accept that pain for that outcome it's it's not it's not then a pain-free experience so so the example i was talking about this with a mate the other day and, and we used the example of um exercise or eating healthy so exercising is is painful it, you know in, in some capacity it's it's annoying it's boring it's painful whatever whatever it is it's normally not until you build it into such a habit that you can't imagine not doing it but mm. But if you were to say, you know what, I'm I'm just not going to exercise. It's not worth it to me. I'm not going to do that. You don't, you don't then get to be as healthy, you know, at 80 years of age. So so that's again one of those things where, if you feel like you're getting off, if you feel like a decision has no pain on either end, you probably just haven't thought far enough into the future. If that mm. makes if that makes mm. sense. So if you're going, I'm going to just eat junk food all day every day because I don't want I don't want to give up junk food. That would be too painful. If you think, okay, well, that's that's good. I've avoided that pain, and and you can't see where that where the, where you are going to have to pay the price for that. Mm. You probably just haven't thought far enough in the future. And that's I think the same thing happens more so with with money with people where where all human beings we we are short term focused creatures. That's what we mm. what we've evolved from. So if you think that you're getting something for free financially you, you are not that's just not how it works if you mm. think you know for example well i don't want to put that money into super and and it doesn't really matter anyway well it it does matter that mm. you, you might you might look at the numbers and go i will choose not to do that and to accept that cost in the future mm. but anytime you find yourself going if you find yourself thinking that there's not a there's not a cost to pay for a short-term choice you just haven't thought far enough in the future mm. Uh, and and I think if you if you find yourself thinking that um, you know that, that that you can that you can have it all and that you can be running in two different directions, you you, you just can't. That's not it's mm. not how it works. Yeah. And I think the bit that we probably haven't explained probably is that a big part of that one hour meeting is not just to go okay, here's where you are now, here's where you want to be in the future. Mm. It's often then basically recalculating, and you go, going okay, well, mm. here's where you are now, here's where you're on track to be. Now you say that you want to retire at this point in time what would be required between now and then in order to make that happen? okay you'd mm-hmm. have to give up 20 grand a year okay you can't do that or you don't want to do that. Okay, let's adjust that how So that that point that you get to at the end of that first meeting and, and the understanding of those trade-offs is not a it's not a static thing. Most of the time and, and to me those are the really meaningful first meetings that we have with people whether they whether they then need a help whether they go on to become a client or not often often what you're able to leave people with in that first meeting is an understanding of the tension or the trade-offs mm. between those choices. So they yeah. will start that meeting not knowing what are the costs for me? What does it mean if I want to retire at 62 versus 65? And by yeah. the end of that hour they have a very clear picture of okay, what will I have to give up in order to make that happen? Yep. And then especially with couples they often then go and have another conversation around, you know, what are we willing to trade off? What are we willing mm. to accept? So that this this is exactly the sort of conversation that we that we enjoy having and that we find meaningful for people in mm. that first meeting.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty Podcast with Money Over Fifty financial advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.